This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Right now, we've got producer Mike in studio as well. Present day's on the way too. Mike, you excited about that? I super am because yeah, apparently it's a 200 it's a, day. It's a massively well done present day by Ned, according to... Ned. Yeah. So I'm we're slowly thinking it may be a good idea to back away from the start to the 200 that I've very casually thrown out. You've put too much expectation on this for yourself. Hey, I've had um, Michael's present for like a month and a half. Can I quickly say, yeah, we're celebrating something massive today. Um, Lewis has been talking about it in the news. Uh, the Opera House is 50 years old today. Like it's its birthday today. It was open today. I yeah, thought, Queen I Elizabeth mean, II opened the Opera House uh, in 1973. So I, it's 50 years old today. Big congratulations to the well Opera done. House, making I've, it through. I realise I've got such a skewed version of history. I just don't know when things happened. Yeah. I, a while ago, I thought the uh, the Titanic was like in the 50s yeah. or like 60s, yes. and I, that was legit. That one I, was egregious. That yeah. one was. How can you be that stupid? Like I thought the Opera House was like. Uh, over a hundred years old. Yeah, right. Okay, it's like were, similar age to the bridge. I like thought it's, they were yeah, like, it's, yeah, similar. They were like bang the bridge up, yeah. and then we've got some leftover parts. Yeah. Just chuck together the opera house as they well. They do go together like peas and carrots. That's what I mean, like yeah. they kind of are now inseparable. And you it see is, every postcard, every yeah. time that they make the Sydney landscape, they're both there. So whenever I there's they're an alien there. invasion movie, yeah. usually the opera house is Australia's first one to cop re- it. representation. Yeah. That's yeah. where the aliens go first. It's the whole. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Um... I don't dispute that it is an icon of Australia, the Sydney Opera yeah. House. But on the opera scene, mm. is it iconic? Well, I'm not heavily involved in the, 70s, in the opera scene. In, in the 70s, <laughs> yeah. how much of an outcry was there for a premier opera venue in Australia? <laughs> in the era of like Paul yeah. Hogan and that, how many people were going, geez, a night yeah. at the opera, we need a dedicated venue that is in possibly the most iconic piece of land yeah. in Australia. Let's whack that huge opera house there. Australians were foaming at the mouth for yep. a bit of, oh, money. Second point, second point that I'm going to make here. Yeah. In the US, right, every venue's got a bit of a story thing. So the Ed Sullivan Theatre where they do Colbert, that's very famous because that's where the Beatles had their first television yeah. performance in the United States. Like Radio the, City. Madison Square Garden, obviously amazing sporting things, but also that's where Marilyn did her happy birthday, Mr. President, yeah. at JFK. What's the Opera House's version of that? Because for me... I'm I'm just here tr- struggling to remember the iconic gig that ever happened at the Opera House that people can't let go of. Yeah. I can tell you what the Opera House is for me. Oh, God. I'm 31 <laughs> years old. So yeah. every time I see the Opera House, every time I think of the Opera House, I think of one thing. The winner of Australian Idol is... <laughs> no. Guy Sebastian. <laughs> did, he, did he also... Play the first that is, that the is first, enough. The yeah, finale yeah. of Australian Idol 2003 <laughs> is what I most associate the Sydney Opera House with. Does he say, play the first part, does he stuff up saying American Idol? It sounds like he says American Idol. The winner of Australian Idol... Come on, mate! It's the first oh, one. Oh, nervous James yeah. Matheson, yeah. It's the biggest show yeah. in the world at that point. How nervous she'd be! Yeah, he was Andy G back then. He's oh, a changed man. Oh, very, 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 very clutching at straws here to try and think of. Like, tell us, you've got a list in front of you, Mike. I'm being super ignorant. What are the What are the artists that have great graced the stage at uh, the Sydney Opera House? What's really helpful is, funnily enough, today the uh, SydneyOperaHouse.com. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, so, I would yeah. imagine. This is their time <laughs> so to show. 
one. This discussion can't continue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not so much artists, but for example, uh, in 1980, Arnold Schwarzenegger won his final Mr. Olympia bodybuilding wow. title. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's, that's actually rad. Yeah, that yeah, is cool. cool. Uh, in 1987, it hosted Pope John Paul II. Yeah, see, it's... Too, oh, in 1990, yeah. Nelson Mandela, who was recently freed from prison, spoke uh, uh, to 40,000 people mm. at the Opera House Steps. See, well. this is the thing. Yeah, the steps are more the iconic. the steps are more <laughs> iconic. Yes. Because all of the things happen on the steps. Like, that's a huge event. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. Mandela coming to Australia, incredible. But also, yeah. Oprah was on the steps at the Opera House. <laughs> exactly. Ellen, Ellen was on the that's steps. That's where Hugh Jackman yeah. bunged his shin when he did the Flying Fox thing. That was on the steps, not in yeah. the building. The steps what, are more iconic. What does the inside of the building even look like? Tell would you, me. Would you like some more artists? Yes. We've yeah, got, give me an art. We've got Sting, The Cure, um, okay. Massive Attack, Bjork. Bjork, Bjork was yep, there. Bob yep. Dylan. Um, you pulled it together. Massive attack shouldn't have been in the list of right, people there. What, what? Anything else? Any like we're talking? That's like, just. That's. I think that's just the ones that are that the Sydney Opera House are proud of. Um, but oh, actually, <laughs> no. Um, in, two months before he died, uh, Prince performed at the Sydney Opera House. Okay, so that is kind of iconic. Mm. Still though, yeah. Front of mind, the winner <laughs> of Australian Idol is. The finale of Australian Iden. Josh, there's a dude who's gotten a, a a parking fine for something that he has had to go in and explain, and how he's gone to the news and gone no, and also screw you guys for even suggesting this. So interesting because this this directly relates to something that happened to me the yeah. other day, and it's a it's a timely warning for Canberrans ahead of car park. Car park chaos this Christmas. Ben, is this dude's name? Good on you, Ben. Received a parking fine uh, of £150 because he went to McDonald's, the Dons, uh, for dinner one night, went to go get some food, parked in the park. He didn't go through the drive-thru, parked in the parking lot or whatever. That was at about 6. Yep. Left at 6 p.m., went home, had his meal. His wife, the next day, took the same car, parked there quite early in the morning and got them some Macca's breakfast. No, they're big fans. They're obviously big fans. I have been there many, many times before. Um, because I guess the maybe it's not a continuous feed and a loop. Yeah. Maybe the camera's just taking photos maybe every whatever. It's thinking that he's been there for 14 hours. Ah, so he's gotten a bit of a... He's gotten a fine for yeah. like just... You can't park in public car parks and leave your car there for whatever. He's like... I went home. I yeah, the car went and came back. I didn't sit in a McDonald's car park for 14 mm-hmm. hours and then just go, oh, whoopsie-daisy. He's like, I very much can prove that at 6 p.m. I went home and then at 8 a.m. my wife came in the next yep. morning and we there was different peoples in the car. And this probably is a very strong case for using the drive-thru yes. as opposed to parking and going in. But also, I don't think every McDonald's has a drive-thru. I don't know. I feel Not like every McDonald's in Canberra has a drive-thru. Exactly so yeah, right. Yeah, you're 100% so, right. I feel very, very bad for Ben, and I also feel bad that he's even after justifying it because they probably should have seen it and gone, well, probably not. So what do you do at McDonald's for 14 hours? Well, have, the Wi-Fi have the, there have is the very time dodged. of your life. Yeah, really <laughs> enjoy yourself, actually. <laughs> it's the dream. It is the dream. If anything, I'm jealous. I... I had this happen to me, not at McDonald's, but it was in um, it was in the shopping center in, in Gungarland. Yeah, um, I went in in the morning to do some grocery shopping, and it's got one of those number plate readers now. One oh, of, like one in of, the Belcon and Westfield. Know, everyone yeah, knows yeah. what it, it wasn't the Belcon and Westfield, but yeah. this one, everyone knows which one I'm talking about now. If you live in Gungarland, one of them's just put the, the number plate readers yeah. in, which, which is, is the, great. It's the better way to go, yeah. and it it works. Yep. Except for that day that I was there, and it <laughs> didn't. And this is why I'm saying just keep keep this in the in the. I think what happened was I went in at a funny 
angle. Yeah, okay. And so it's more, no, I left at a funny angle. So it scanned yeah. my number plate wrong. And it thought that I went there in the morning to get groceries, then went back later in the night because it was a Saturday night and I went to the bottle to get some drinks. Yeah. And then as I left, it tried to charge me like $35 for parking. Oh, so it's just And I realized that it thought I'd been there since I went the yeah. first time in the morning. Because it's like the first three hours is free. And I had to push the little phone and be like, I've, yeah, checked the records. I very much left and came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. They literally sat there. It was a good 35 yeah. seconds. The line's building up behind me. And she's like, oh, yes, yep. You've, yeah, it's been twice. All right, bye. And open yeah. the boom gate. I do enjoy. I do enjoy. And it's not just here. It's literally every single place I've ever lived. When you press that button, you just have to plead your case for five yep. seconds. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, go. Yeah. See, <laughs> it's I, fine. I will say, just so people don't think soups on free parking no, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've had that not work as well yeah. when I was totally in the right. And yeah. I've been holding up like 15 cars. And the person on the other end wants to get really into the nitty gritty. Yeah. And I'm like... We really are haggling at this point over four dollars, yeah. and you've got a problem building behind me. Yeah, it's usually for the ones that charge you if you're in there for more than ten minutes. Yeah. But the ones that have like three free hours parking, if you're like, "Hey, I this isn't right," they're like, "You know what? Probably not. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. I'm even angry right yeah. now. So who cares?" <laughs> Josh, I uh, sometimes am envious of people who have uniforms because mm. it's the same as like when you go to school. I, up until I went to college, so year 11 and 12, always had a school uniform yeah. and I hated it. And I was like, oh, this sucks. I don't get to express myself and I've got cool clothes that I want to wear to school. And then when I was allowed to, I was like, no, this actually sucks where every day I've got to think about what oh I'm going to wear. I would, I would, I would love a uh, hit 104.7 uniform. It'd be great. If I mean, we had, there were people probably listening to this now screaming at the radio yeah, going, I know. yeah, you have one boys, you never wear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd love a good hit 104.7 uniform. That's a very and then, clear and then, we, and then we could wear it all the time and it'd be cool. It would be cool. And that's what I mean. It's like just not having to think about it would be kind of good. And I would assume the same would go for judges. Yes. You get the big black robe and sometimes a powdered wig if you are a judge in the 1800s in Britain, I think. I don't think anyone wears the no, powdered No, no, the magistrates in Australia still That's wear them. True, yeah, actually, so, yeah. so literally uh, the powdered wigs are for, I think, your sort of British-influenced situations yeah. when the legal systems had a bit of a jolly old England yeah. involved in it at <laughs> yeah, some yeah. point. Um, but Once yet- you get high enough, if you're in a court, if you are facing a judge that's wearing a powdered wig, you may be in a bit of trouble. In America, they kind of went pretty anti-England uh, yeah. there, oh, very famously. Very famously. Um, and yeah, so they celebrate it. Not a lot of powdered wigs on judges there. No, 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 no. But at least you get, like, the black robe that you, you see do. Judge Judy yeah. wear. Mm-hmm. And- I'm picturing Judge Judy. Yeah. yeah. Judge Judy is what I base a lot of what I think judges wear in yeah. America. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a judge in Ohio. Uh, Judge Carr. We're talking in Judge Judy land. Yeah, yeah we are. This is over in the United States. Uh, Judge Carr has had to be indefinitely suspended because she was rocking up in the way I would rock up if I was made a judge tomorrow. So she was wearing stuff like tank sh- tank tops, T-shirts, spandex shorts, Good and sneakers. Bit of, ca- to- bit of, bit of <laughs> active wear. That's fantastic. She was wearing sneakers I, to court. I'm all for this. I think yeah. casualing up the whole thing. Because if, so if you're in there to get your lot, like if you're in there for something very serious, you probably you yeah. want some gravity around yeah. you. But if you're in there for just like getting a speeding ticket sort yeah. of checked out, everyone being casual is going to relax you right up, isn't exactly, it? Like it's going to yeah. make you feel pretty casual. You're like, I don't want the same, like the, the people who I see on TV for like trial of murder, yeah. I don't want the same dress code for when I'm there yeah. going like, hey, you read, drove through a red light. Yeah. You're like, that doesn't seem like it's fitting. No. There was also the small manner of her um, 
joking is what they've put it in here. Mm-hmm. They've put it in uh, brackets of joking uh, that she would happily take bribes from people. So she would joke about taking bribes. She'd be like, oh, if anyone wants to throw me a couple of bucks, oh, that's fine. So she's got a bit of a fun fun yeah. vibe. And she rewarded yeah. one defendant for being brave enough to come to court and waive their fines and rescinding their warrants. Yeah, okay. So there was probably a lot of other things of like, hey, why are you just... Seemingly taking this as if you're like Judge Judy, where you're like giving people sass and going Fast like, and ah, nurse, don't yeah. worry about it or whatever. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So she's been what put on indefinite suspension. Yeah, they're like, okay. just, just maybe take some time for yourself. So it doesn't quite work for Ohio. Can I? Can I just ask a quick question? What was her name again? What her name is ju- Judge Carr. Judge Carr. Um, yeah, I I think yeah. it, it doesn't work. She's had to be put on indefinite suspension. Yeah, but uh, you in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, who would have no problem with this? Yeah. CBS and NBC. And yeah. I think we have uh, Judge Carr's Law Chop Shop. That's a brand new. That's a brand new show. It's like and she's my right she's got a courtroom that looks like a garage, <laughs> and she's just up there throwing insults out to people. I think that's that's a that's a ratings winner there. Uh, if you're not sold CBS yet. Cars Court. Yeah, Cars Court. Okay, that would be very, very, very good. I was picturing the set. No, 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 and it still works. I still think we go with the Chop Shop vibe. (laughs) We just call it Cars Court. Cars Court, yeah, good call. Uh, you know, this is absolutely the day to be outside for a very, very brief portion because it's going to be 20, very, very nice out there at the moment, and then the showers are going to kick uh, in for the next few days. But right now... Why it is, is it for the weekend? It is for the weekend. Right now it is 12 degrees in Western. you got Ned and Josh with producer Michael in studio as well because he's got... Uh, well, an abomination to discuss, quite frankly. Mm, something's wow. happened. Yeah, <laughs> something has happened. In the in the world of Vegemite, so I don't, I'll be honest, I haven't looked in the supermarket aisle like where the Vegemite is for a little while. Yeah, you mm-hmm. a Vegemite goer? How, how often are you having Vegemite? Obviously not that much. Not super often. I Okay, this is controversial. I'm more of a pro-mite person myself. Um, you, you, just, you just continue you want to, to sicken so sick me. <laughs> and I don't understand. Yeah. I'm safe to say I am very much a happy little Vegemite. You can't hear it, but it's playing. One of the creepiest things I've By the way, Ned meant that producer Michael couldn't hear it. If you were hearing that in your car and going, wait, no, I can hear that. You're not having an episode, it's fine. As a matter of fact, your radio's not even on. There's not been a radio show on this station for 40 years. No, I don't get into it. <laughs> that didn't explain the ratings, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to make the other joke that we're probably all thinking. Anyway, anyway. No, I, yeah, actually, whoops. Um, I don't necessarily get into Vegemite, but it also if someone gives me Vegemite on toast, I like it. I enjoy it. I love it. Vegemite. Yeah. I, I really do. There's footage of me that my parents show, and really, actually, when you think about it, it's footage of their terrible parenting. It's me as a baby <laughs> yeah. spooning Vegemite out of the jar and eating yeah. it. Wow. What that was doing to my tiny little kidneys, yeah. I have no... That much yeah. salt, I have no idea what they were letting so me do. the first it. infant that had uh, kidney stones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just letting me have so much salt. <laughs> so, you know how, like, uh, like Coke, for a, for a while, did put, like, names on the labels of, like... Like yes. bottles and yep. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar sort of thing is happening with Vegemite jars, where instead of the name Vegemite, where it would be in that red shape thing, yes, it's not a shape uh, per se, but like it's uh, it, it says things like pizza, bolognese, nachos, stir fry. So how it's not people's names, but it's food. It's it's foods, and it's a, it's supposed to represent kinds of food that people have. Uh, Admitted to put it using Vegemite in to help create. So using right. Vegemite in a bolognese, in pizza, in a stir fry. 
Did veggie might become an ingredient while I wasn't watching? Because as far as I was aware, it was a spread. It was a, It's a condiment, isn't it? It's not, a, yeah. it's not an ingredient. I also, the only thing I've ever heard it be put in is stir-fry because it's obviously very salty and very yeah. sodium-heavy, and if you would need to add some salt oh. to it as a paste. But well, the, bolognese is not on. Yeah, pizza was another one. Oh, no. God. There's, imagine Pizza's a, pe- a, a Vegemite base instead of a tomato base. No, I can't. <laughs> this is how that's how Americans Domino's. have pizza. I'm, watch, uh, have I'm watching you. I'm watching you. <laughs> Don't do this, Domino's. I know you would like to experiment. Don't do it. And I feel like they depending already have. On, have depending they on, already done this? Well, I'll say that depending on yeah. what side of the fence you fall on, it seems to me. And I'm not going to say whether or which way I feel about either one, but that seems like more of a Pizza Hut idea to me yeah, than Pizza Dom- Hut. Do yeah. try They have well. done it. Domino's have done a Vegemite done pizza. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. You I'm can't be wrong. trusted, Domino's. You've got too much power. You've gone mad with your own power. God. I knew it. Someone's gone mad. Someone's gone mad in this studio. Thirteen ten sixty. What do you put Vegemite in that isn't toast? What do you put it on? What yeah. do you put it in? What do you use Vegemite for that isn't toast? That's what I'd like to hear from you this morning because obviously it's it's gotten to a point where they're putting it on the damn label. So it's it's more common than I think it is, clearly. I'm seeing what uh, Michael's talking about. I've just found the photo of it. Yeah, they've got like Barty Palmy. Does that mean some people putting it on Palmy's? Get on the phone <laughs> and explain yourselves, basically. 131060, yeah. what are you using Vegemite for that isn't toast? Yeah. We are discussing Vegemite. Vegemite on anything but toast. Anything but toast. That's what we yeah. want to know this morning. We've put it up on our Instagram. You can go and answer the question there. Are you putting uh, Vegemite on anything other than toast? Vegemite have a new range uh, that they're calling the Mighty Meals. Uh, and they're essentially like, hey, here's one for stir fry. Here's one for bolognese. Here's one for pho. Here's one for nachos. Here's one for pizza. Cara on Instagram is putting it in gravy. Don't. Uh, what? Ooh, actually, you know what? That's Well, you need like, you do need sodium and saltiness in Just gravy. I don't understand how to cook food, obviously. This is what's becoming clear to me. Alexi is very o- rich coming from you. Alexia's on the lot. No, I said I don't understand oh, okay. food. That's yeah, what I'm starting to realise. Maybe this the does part. work. Yeah. Maybe this does work in a lot of things. Alexia's on the line from Ford. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Very thank, well, you. thank you. Are Lexi. you using uh, Are you using Vegemite anything? I um I used to work in childcare, and one day we didn't have soy sauce, and we we're making fried rice, so Ooh. I mixed the Vegemite with some boiling water and mixed it through and used that instead, and once the kids asked for some more soy sauce, I said, oh, we don't have any, and they said, but it's in here. I said, no, we, I just used Vegemite, and they said, Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, so God, you're just funny. Yeah, yeah, kids are hilarious. Kids are hilarious. It's, it's like, like well, yeah. you liked it two seconds ago. Now you've just found out the ingredients. You can't dislike it. Annabella's on the line from Kayleen. Uh, Annabella, what do you use Vegemite in? Homemade gravy. 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 There it is. Another person with gravy. Annabella, do you think that you'd be able to tell regular gravy from Vegemite gravy? Yes. Like you have yeah. a very so refined it, it palate. Is, it yeah. is that good, apparently. <laughs> I, need to I try. would love to put Annabella to the test. Yeah. <laughs> Just normal gravy. Yeah. Vegemite gravy. <laughs> Mitch from Lawson. How are you, Mitch? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank very you. Well, thank you, mate. What are you using Vegemite for, my friend? I've used it a couple of times to marinate chicken. It's a mm. nice salty taste. Oh, interesting. I mean, yes, that's that is what they sell so it as. How, how does that sort of just run us through very quickly? <laughs> what do you just put the Vegemite straight into the, or do you mix it with a bit of water? For, like, how do you do it? No, absolutely, lather it on, put in the grill mm. for a while, and then take it out. Bit of avocado on top. Have you fed it to? Notch. Have you fed it to anyone else, Mitch? 
I have. I've served it to a couple of people. They didn't mind it. Didn't love it. Yeah, I was going to say. Good on you, honestly, yeah, Mitch. Shout out to you for at least... You could have been like, yeah, they loved it. But I'm yeah. glad that you told us the truth. Yeah, you're I being honest like, there. I feel like you also know the truth Honesty's of what happened. the best policy here on the show. Maddie's on the line from Yes. How are you, Maddie? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Good, Very thank well, you. thanks, Maddie. What do you put Vegemite on? So it wasn't me. It was an ex-colleague of mine's husband. He put Vegemite on his pancakes. On pancakes. And you it was what? so bad they yeah. fired them. No, I've got to say, you know what, Maddie? With honesty being the best policy, that sounds awful. Yeah. And so awful, in fact, that you had to distance yourself almost to a Jerry Springer level from the person doing this. It was my, it was my friend's girlfriend. friend's husband. <laughs> I don't know the man. He's a lunatic. <laughs> Josh, I like to keep abreast of what's going on in the auction world because it's usually stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to buy. That's why that's going to auction because they're like, let's see how much money we can get for this thing that doesn't really have a price. You offer so we can kind of put the price on it. The Sotheby's website and all that sort of stuff, trying to find out of the high end auction houses around the world. You're it's perusing. usually like, how much was Michael Keaton's underwear yeah. in Batman? Mm-hmm. It's like you can buy that for 50 bucks if you want and I'm like I don't really want that it's pretty gross but at the same time having anything from Batman's kind of rad this has nothing to do with the entertainment world and more to do with the royal world the royal world something's going on sale that I don't understand it's, it's from 41 years ago I don't know how it's made it this far maybe it's just been preserved the same way they preserve mummies or whatever but a, a slice a rectangular slice from Charles and Diana's wedding cake no way is going on no sale no and it's expected to fetch 300 pounds <laughs> at auction. Now, people, people do this. They save their wedding cake in a freezer yeah. for years and years and years. And, uh, God, what a great name. A man by the name of Nigel Ricketts. Oh, fantastic. Potentially the most British name this I've ever heard in my life. That would have a piece of, yeah. a, of a royal wedding cake. <laughs> Yours truly. Nigel Ricketts. Nigel Ricketts. Fantastic who name. Who worked in the royal household, held on to it, and now is selling it. Um... It's fruit cake, which is potentially to me the grossest cake. Gross. I hate Christmas cake, fruit cake. I don't really like any cake that much, but fruit cake particularly is foul to me. <laughs> it's a five it was a five tier cake. I guess all the rest of it was eaten. But yeah, from nineteen eighty one, this is now going on sale. You can pick it up. They reckon around three hundred pounds. I just feel like the fact that it's been around for forty one nah, years is the that. reason you don't buy it. No, nah, you don't want that. There's also a handwritten letter, a handwritten, a handwritten letter, like a thank you letter from the monarch, who was the prince at the time, mm-hmm. um, and also Diana, addressed to the members of the royal household staff. Which I actually think that's only valued at one hundred and fifty pounds. That seemed to me seems way more valuable than no, no, a bit no, no. of old fruit cake. Wait, yes. So they sent part of their wedding cake to the house stuff, and that's I why think... that's why old Ricketts, old Jiminy Ricketts, yeah. has access to this. Let me see if I can read it. Was it's Nigel very... Ricketts a member of the house stuff? Because otherwise, he was. Yeah, my no, whole he was. thing with this was how has he got the cake? No, he was this a member. Man he has... was a member of the household. I think it's just like, hey, yes. thanks for all the stuff you've done yeah. for us. That's so Charles. much more disappointing to me. I wanted this whole caper with yeah. starring Nigel Ricketts, yeah. where he snuck in to the wedding venue and yeah. gotten a bit of the cake at the end of the ceremony. Risky Ricketts. Risky Ricketts. And That's the, what we'd call and it. the cake conundrum. Oh, my God. It's, it's a, a whole, child's book waiting to be a, written. We're going to write it. We're going to write it. <laughs> 
Josh, um, uh, it's a very common saying to say that, like, after a while, people and their dogs, uh, dogs and their owners start mm-hmm. yeah. looking alike. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for example, I've put on about more <laughs> seven kilos in the last four yeah. and a half weeks, just intense stress here at yeah. work. But um, my dog, Star's also quite fat. Yeah. So we you haven't look, gone blonde, looking, though. No, I haven't yeah. gone blonde. I'm, I'm looking forward to Another that Another three weeks of what we're going through, and yeah. I might go blonde. Honestly, you might. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> As as sad as that will be, and as a cry for help, as much of a cry for help that will be, I will also be very excited yeah. to see you go blonde. I reckon you'd look great. Oh no, I meant my hair through stress will oh, just turn blonde. That won't be as exciting. I won't, I won't go and get yeah. it done. Honestly, dye it while you still got it. Okay, mate. thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> but um, my dog Lenny and I have become similar in a way I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get. I don't know how this has happened. You said you might know what it is, and I'd be very curious to see. I think your farts smell the same. Oh, I don't know how you've guessed it, but that's it. That's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say, I don't know. I'm not eating dog food and the raw mints no, I give him. And- I, had the, I had the funniest th- thought that that's what it was, that your I, farts are starting to smell the same. I don't know. <laughs> I thought oh, yes. Oh, I thought oh. I was becoming incontinent yesterday because I smelled a <laughs> fart in my house, and I was like... I was like, I didn't fart just then. What's going on? Lenny, yeah. And it was Lenny. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are some times where I think that he's made a deal with Satan, and instead of giving him his soul, he's given him his digestive yeah, tract. Yeah, so Satan just it farts smells for like him. hellfire yeah, yeah, yeah. and sulfur. The uh-huh. funniest thing with this, right? And the reason I think this was in my brain yeah. is I Googled this the other day because I went to your house and Lenny farted near yeah, me. Yeah. And then I farted like three hours later yeah. and it smelt the same. And I oh thought, my God. and I thought to myself, hang on. Is that just because that's in my nostril yeah. and maybe like the methane or whatever's reactivated yeah, yeah, yeah. the same scent? Like or another fart. Apparently, if you smell enough of something's fart, someone's yeah, fart yeah. or something's fart, you can actually change your gut bacteria and you oh start my God, actually... Right, okay. rep- so if you live in a house with someone who's pop- popping off constantly, yeah, yeah. your gut health can actually be altered by smelling that yeah. and it, you can produce the same... It's disgusting. Like, that's had, disgusting. When I thought of this last night, I was like, I'll bring this to the show and I'll get it done out. Of, we'll get it knocked out of the way quick because mm-hmm. good. It's gross, yeah. I had no idea you, you were going to have this sort of insight. I, I, I can't believe I've this. I've had this theory for a very long time yeah. because every time I smell like something heinous, my like, and I'm talking any bad smell, yeah, yeah. my farts start to smell exactly like that thing. So it's like you take in enough of the odour and yeah, then your body's like, yeah. okay, I guess that's the odour we're that, putting that's out. That's what we don't like. So I'm going to make every bad smell that smell. I, I'm still glad glad that there are ones where I'm like, oh, jeez, yeah, Lenny, no, what, oh, what have you been eating? And then I know exactly what, because I feed him. But I'm like, oh, but I, like, his regular just round the house. Popping off. Yeah. They, I've noticed that I'm like, what's going on between us, mate? We need yeah. to spend some time apart or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't on. want him. He stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Halloween. you got Halloween way. news for me. I've got Halloween news for you. God, I'm excited. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, the Canberra Rep Society, so the Repertory Society that yeah. put on plays and do oh, cool. songs yeah, right. and all that sort of stuff, they are having what they like to call their stage door sale. So okay. basically what it means is if you're looking for stuff that's like costume-esque, stuff yeah. they've used in plays oh, and all okay. that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. you can actually go to their place Enter through the stage door, and up until the 22nd, which is this Saturday, you'll be able to get yourself a little bit of a look in with some of these clothes. Starts today, by the way. What kind of stuff do they have? Because this, like, is it like... I'm glad you've asked. Okay, good. Let me tell you. Um, This is where this is going. The great news here is I've actually got... uh, There's a photo on this article. Um, 
Fancy shirts with ruffles is one box. So there's a whole box of that. Okay, so you can kind of look like the ghosts from Harry Potter, like the headless yep. dude who like is dressed sort of like a... Georgian modified dress shirts. I don't know what that is, but George okay. George the Third shirts. So I'm guessing someone's played George the Third as okay. a king and his shirts are in a box. What does George the Third look Purpose like? Purpose made, it says here. Cockney trousers is I another like that. box. That's I like another that. box. Because also Cockney shorts could or trousers could just be someone now... You can just be Cockney and also be in the 21st century. Assorted breeches. Do you mean breeches? Nope. It says breeches. I would be very... Uh, I'm going to go just to find out what a breech is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is a, just a collection of these clothes, um, and I am all for it because when you go to an op shop, the problem with op shops in 2022 is the stuff in there is super nice. They yeah. do a really good job. Like, you can't go in there anymore and find, like, an acid wash leather jacket from no. 1987 because no one's putting them out on display anymore. I went and well, – that's, like, they're their high-ticket items. I took a bunch of my clothes to uh, an, um, an op shop, like, two weeks ago, and it's just stuff I wear. It yeah. Just, I actually – they're not the costume emporium they once were. Op no, shops. no, no, They're no, now you, just actually like a yeah. good option if you want to find some vintage clothing. I actually like it. It's almost like a Where's Wally in real life. It's A, it's a great thing to do, donate clothes to a good cause. But then B, you get to walk around camera and be like, oh, my God, that's my shirt. Yeah. Don't obviously say it to them, but you just like... <laughs> No I get, way. I get the same thrill because I buy the $12 shirts from Kmart, so I get to oh, walk yeah. around and see Dad's wearing <laughs> yeah. my shirts. I'm as one well. of a million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is present day. Correct. If you <sighs> are feeling a little downtrodden by the present day, I don't blame you. Yeah. Look, there is so much turmoil, so much uh, angst and anger in the world. Why not? Buy your friends some presents, take it in turns, essentially do a secret Santa every week. Every week. And yep. rotate it, set a budget, and just make your friends happy. You've said it beautifully, my friend. You've explained the whole concept, and I think this is already off to a good start because producer Mike, it is Ned's present day this it is week. My present buying day. buying us presents. Now, I had, have, I've had Michael's present for present day for ages. Mm-hmm. And when you see it, Michael, I think you will be... I hope it's nothing like like it's nothing perishable. Mm, nothing perishable. Mm. Oh dear, that's upsetting to hear. <laughs> oh no, I'm just kidding. It's oh, not perishable okay. at all. Oh, thank God. Uh, I think Michael, you will have a very big chuckle when you see mine. Okay, so you, but you like, yesterday I had to go out and get Josh's, and I was fighting very hard to not have mine today because I was like, I can't think of anything to get Josh, and I have accidentally, I think, stumbled upon some very good gifts. What do you get the girl who has everything? That's probably what you're yes. sort of wondering to yourself. Yeah. And and I will say there is heaps of stuff I still want. So <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> yeah, but does it all retail for under fifteen dollars? No, that's the other yes, problem. That's yes. the other problem. And I managed to make it work for under. $15. I am quietly stoked. Now, you yep. get a score from both people out of 100 to make up a max score of 200 or yep. out of 200. Mike has won both rounds of present day so far. So go. Very good, yes. Yep. Oh, this who is for me. Go, I'll go first. No, no, who wants to go first? I'll go first because Mike's first? is like the main event. You've been planning Mike's for so long. I'm very excited for this. <gasps> Ooh, it so it's my present day. Here you go. They're both for you. Oh, there's two. Yeah, because I had to. There you go. I found the hard, that one. Ooh, one is incredibly heavy. One I'm going to open the he- heaviest one last. Open the heavy ones, heaviest ones first. No, 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 first. First, 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 first. first, 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 yeah, first, first, first. The, that that's the one quick. I found on. Uh, like, I found on my, that's a really good one. And then the second Wrapped one, I was like. Efficiently, ladies and gentlemen. I had a lot of. It's about the size of a deck of cards. I think we also put up, I think a new idea is putting up. Yeah, so I was inspired. Wait a minute. I was inspired. Wait by Michael's gift last week where he got you a Batman ornament. This is a Christmas tree ornament. It is. That is a wooden 
packet of barbecue shapes. It's a little. That's... It's a little. It's a size of a cassette tape. Yeah. And it's a packet of barbecue shapes. I that... think we also need to start putting uh, on the story the yep. presents that are given. So yeah, people agree. get a very good idea yep. of what's mm-hmm. being given. Yeah. So Fantastic. I bought Josh barbecue shapes. Well done. That's a good one. This yep. is the second part. This yeah. is a two-parter and a little Lego. You have to put it together. I've let you put it together, but it's. I don't know if you figured. Toy. I don't know if you figured out who it is. Is it? You can open, open it, around? and I would o- like you to open it and put it together. Careful, because I, I go to, everywhere. I do this on air right now. Yeah. Okay. So put the three things together. Three things together. It's a little Lego man in three separate parts. Yeah. Is this like a bit of a joyous, like, oh, once I put it together, I'll work out who it is? Well, probably not, but it's <laughs> very much meant to be. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, that isn't good. It's you, and no he's holding way. a little microphone. No way. Yeah, it's I, a little me. Yeah, I try to get... Honestly, I think I got the hair pretty good. Oh, you did get the get, hair pretty good. It was between that and like a pirate hat and a sombrero. So like in terms the, of the, the hair The style, microphone looks like a goblet. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like a microphone at all. You won't be surprised um, to know Lego Store doesn't have a huge abundance of microphones, but I've had to make the goblet into a little microphone for you. mate. That's a very thoughtful gift. Well done. So it's a little personalized Lego. The Lego thing, I, what I realized when I got to the counter was you were meant to make three little people. Yep. Um, and I didn't do that. I just made one. And the guy's like, you meant to make three. And I was like, I'll just make one. That's fine. I already know the score I want to give you. Here you go, Michael. Oh, thank you. You got a 92 from me. <gasps> oh, wow. I kind of thought that's gone into that. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And I had to make that's him as well. really lovely. If you really go to the lovely. Lego store, you can, like, make your own little dude. That's, and that so means I... a lot. It's very ser- sentimental to yeah. me. Yeah. Very nice. Do you, yeah, think you is... know, do you know what it is, Michael? I mean, I've, I've received many a gift of, like, this over the last uh, 30 years of me yeah. being alive. This is very... As I feel through the paper, it is a CD. It is a CD. Have you got any ideas what the CD might be? No clue. No clue. It, it then is, this will be it good. It is an LP, I would say. It's Ooh, a thick it's album-like a yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's All not right. like a CD single. It's a long play for the, <laughs> the long play for the children listening. I've. Uh, it's This is a long time coming. I've been very subtle about it, but I've mm-hmm. also let, dropped a lot of hints about this exact oh, gift wow, over the last okay. few months. <laughs> it is the it is the Pokemon the first movie soundtrack. Oh, the Pokemon the first movie soundtrack. I'm with, not... with such hits as M2M's "Don't Say You Love Me," oh, "Not Be Wish," yeah. and "Sync." If Britney. you know, if you know Michael, you know what a gift this is. And Ned, you have been relentlessly complaining about Ed Sheeran "Celestial." I'm not being because quite it's about my hatred of that new song because it's apparently meant to be about Pokemon, and it's not really. It doesn't feature anything about Pokemon. And, and then my, it's collaborated my, with. Yeah. All Michael has been saying is neither did the first Pokemon movie soundtrack and, and I now agree. he's holding it in his hands. Now I've got it. I had one at oh. home and now I have one here. Oh, so you already brilliant. had it as well. The I, present had, day. I had it as a kid yeah. and now I have it here. I have, it, I, have a, I have a Pokemon An Adelaide one and a Canberra one. What's the Britney Spears song that's on it? Soda Pop. I liked it. None of them are relevant to anything to do with Pokemon. No, not, not, so even not, not, not even Except a the first bit. song, which is the Pokemon, Pokemon theme song. Theme, yeah, Score! Actually, I don't know why I've started calling the gang. This is still very tense. Yeah. Score? <laughs> it is a very celebratory thing. He was wanting thing. a perfect 200. We already know that's not happening. I will also say I, I will understand if I lose points because you already have it. But like zone yes. bowling in Belcon, and I can tell you what the max score is. Your max score is like 192 now. Yeah. So. I also like that you found it here. Yes. That's, this isn't easy to find. No, it's not. I, I have to go one. onto the marketplace of Facebook and this find in, it. Oh, wow. wow. Also, if you open it up, there's a poster in there that I considered stealing, but it's also the front cover of the album. Yes, it is the album artwork. It's also... Oh, I haven't checked Can the CD Can we please yet. get Hold a on. score? 
Uh, oh, it's not in the best condition. Um, oh dear. Again, it's from oh, I did oh, listen oh to it because I considered not even giving it to you and just keeping it for myself. I That's you not you helping with this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will give you a solid 75. I'll take it. I'll take wow. it. So was there a world where you thought that I would give you a higher score than... No. Nah, yeah, Until I didn't think yesterday, so. and I was like, I maybe should get Michael something else, but you was know 74 what? 74 or 75? 75. 75. So does that puts me at 166? 166. 167, actually. 167. Oh, you gave me... Okay, very Which good. Which is sad, because I wanted to say pick up sticks, but yeah, that's Look fine. at this, and it comes with a cool poster. <laughs> You've already been given your score. Yeah. It's too late. And I'm starting to now question my score. Yeah, and I, think it's, I think it's I'm not. I personally think it's a bit low. It's a bit low, yeah. yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to appease the rain gods at the moment yeah. because there is so much of it going on with La Nina. Um, and this story you've got, Ned, is probably, I'd say... My only funny byproduct of La Nina so far. So far, La Nina has been awful yes. on pretty much every account, except for this one. Yesterday, I saw a news story that was like, if you've been seeing a bunch of uh, mowing going on over mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, it's because they are trying to get on top of it before, obviously, summer, where yeah. it will dry up and it'll be very hard to mow it. And a bunch like, of dry grass dry is very grass. problematic. Don't want that laying around and stuff. So they're trying to do get to it. But because of the rain... It's becoming very hard to get mowers in and out of places. They're getting bogged in the mud. Mm. The, the ground's not as stable as it should be. So mowers, yeah, mowers are obviously like really struggling to cut with very wet grass as well. So the ACT has put together a crack team of 10 mowers that will be dispersed at any point. A rapid Fan. response team is Fan. what they're being called. Fantastic. To if there is a particularly dry day. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 get mow, it. Mow, 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 mow. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Autobots, automowers, roll out. Yeah, good. We need to get to it quick, and they will be sent to wherever that seems dry, is not boggy, not muddy. They They'll be sent mow. straight out. Uh, mow, baby, mow. Mow, baby, mow. Get it as much of it done as possible. They're being called things like mowing supremos. The mowing <laughs> supremos. That's this, fantastic. This has a there is a ten person rapid response team I that will be sent this. out. The aim for each mowing supremo mm-hmm. is to mow the equivalent of about twenty five soccer pitches in a week. Wow! So they're doing a That's fair huge. old job. I saw a bunch of these mowing supremos on Madura Parkway yes. yesterday. They were yeah. getting all of the nature strip and all of the sides of it all done. Yes. I I drove past, put the reverse cycle thing in the car, yeah. circulating the airbags in so the car, so I didn't have hay fever. I didn't go into a hay fever coma while driving. One of the first reported yes. deaths of hay fever. Yeah. Um, I love that this thing was like we're essentially putting together an Autobots type deal. This is, tra- this is an, an Avengers. Avengers. It's an Avengers situation. It's an Avengers of mowers. So they we're are. getting different <laughs> mowers from all over Canberra and ma- we're basically pressing them into service. That's exactly what we're doing. Right. Now you are a militarized mowing unit. You guys will be sent out when, <laughs> when there is no one left to call. You guys will be called upon yes. to mow for Canberra. Earth's mightiest mowers. <laughs> That's what you'll That's be. Very good. Earth's mightiest mowers. <laughs> I am so excited about this. I'm very excited. I just like to know that there's crack teams out there doing pretty mundane jobs, but have been given the credit and kudos they very much deserve. Because we are being overrun by long grass at the moment. Oh, it's crazy. Everywhere you turn, there's such long grass. Fantastic. Earth's mightiest mowers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's their theme song. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's to it's times like these where Sorry, I mate. yeah. <laughs> it's times like these when I really don't know how to describe my job to anyone yeah. in my family over sixty. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit one hundred four point seven.